Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Recap issue from episodes 299 up through 318. I do this every about well, exactly every four weeks, but there are episodes each day. And then generally I'll do a couple uh, shorter ones on the weekend to tide you over. Usually I drop a couple on Saturday and then leave Sunday for uh, a day of rest or uh, you could catch up if you, if you miss some, whatever you want to do. Thanks sponsors, Top Spinini Upper Deck. Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Compsy.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Several of them got uh, uh, strong coverage, and some of them I need to uh, uh, do some episodes about some of the others that have not been covered for a while. So again, thank you, sponsors. Two ninety nine uh, was a dueling questions with uh, Mick, Na- Nick Matovich of Panini, and I really enjoyed uh, going back and forth. One, uh, there's four dueling questions episodes in these last four weeks. I spread them out a little bit, but some of the people like them because they've got a few questions they've accumulated, and it makes for an interesting back and forth. It's hard to summarize though; <laughs> you just have to listen because the again, there's it's uh, the questions can be all over the place, and I enjoy the spontaneity, and I think the guests do as well because they're on the hot seat as well. Uh, 299A and B were the weekend episodes on negotiating tips and I decided to break them into buying and selling. And no big surprise, the the one on buyer negotiating tips was more popular than the seller negotiating t- tips. There clearly are more buyers out there than there are sellers. Uh, but getting into the seller psychology is is there's some value there. 300 was the other recap from before. 301 was Jeff Heckman from Tops dealing with what Tops is doing e-commerce and doing some great stuff, really innovating, pushing the limits. Thank you, Jeff, for coming on and sharing some of uh, Tops's e-commerce initiatives that seem to be working. 302 was Rich and I talking about the first uh, Canadian version of the uh, Donruss product, which was a, a kind of a mainstream set. It was where I was, the Beckett Publications was US-based, but uh, 85 Donruss leaf with a little leaf on the front was uh, kind of uh, stretched the rules a little bit when it came out. Rich and I reminisced about that. And 303 was the then and now about the internet. Uh, always enjoy talking to Tanner Jones. And he's, uh, so we focused our attention on the effects of the internet because I obviously predate the internet, but so does he. So we can remember the before. And I think he did some dial-up stuff in the beginning. And so he's a generation younger than me. 304 was dueling questions with Ken Capel. Again, Ken, you remember Ken, he's the insurance guy. He's uh, frequently sent me uh, thoughtful feedback via email, drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. Just want to reward people that give thoughtful feedback. And I enjoyed, uh, so we've had a couple of episodes. So that's what he gets for being, uh, again, being, uh, I don't like uh, non-specific praise or criticism, but if you've got a suggestion and it's thoughtful, I certainly consider it. And again, enjoyed going back and forth with Ken. He's now been on a couple episodes. 304A and B were the weekend episodes. Greatest Generation was really a little bit of a pre-tribute because my Dad and my father are both very much alive at 95 and 93 and, and really a representative of this greatest generation. Um, b- both, uh, many of the people, many of their peers have gone before them and are have passed away. And uh, like many their age, they were, they had uh, significant military service that was uh, active. And so I really, We've lost a, a lot of, we've had a lot of deaths of Hall of Famers lately, but uh, thankfully my dad and my father-in-law are doing well. Not saying I'm going to deal with them every year in September when their birthdays come around, but but it's nice to remember just that generation. And it really was the greatest generation. I, I'm a baby boomer. 304B was uh, 53 Tops Baseball. I looked at the whole set, but 
initiated by uh, collectibles, uh, Big Splash, the entity collectible. It's a fractional platform for owning out-of-reach memorabilia and cards. And so a 53 mantle in a PSA 10 is pretty astounding. There are two, but I've never seen all the 53 tops I've handled. I haven't seen a 10 of anything, much less a mantle. Or a maze, who's the other key guy in that set. I think finding a 10 maze would be extreme. It's a higher number. And you wonder, why is Willie Mays a high number when he's such a big star? He actually didn't play in 53. And as from my tribute to Cy Berger, Willie and Cy were buddies. Willie did go on to be the MVP, but that was in 54. In 53, he was in the military service. And a trivia question that'll pop up that I didn't get a chance to put in my uh, tribute to uh, Whitey Ford. Who's bigger, Willie Mays or Whitey Ford? And the answer is neither. They were both the same height and weight, <laughs> which is which is pretty amazing. 305 was the origin story for Steve Grad, Beckett Authenticated, does the autographs, and maybe more famously, uh, Pawn Stars, uh, regular uh, featured uh, appraiser and all-around smart guy. So had a lot of fun talking that. In my background back in the 70s, when I completed uh, some sets, I thought, well, I'll just try to get them autographed. And there were no really authenticators other than some uh, guys out there that uh, knew Mark Jordan was around. So I could show them to Mark Jordan. But uh, generally, when the money was lower, there weren't a lot of forgeries other than the uh, typical secretarial stuff that's uh, well-known now, but wasn't then. 306 was the first of two episodes I did with Ryan Kruger. Ryan, again, a thoughtful uh, response via email as a listener. And uh, we talked about how he had uh, lumped both of them. He's a professional money manager, uh, very conservative, but and he attributes some of his sports card experience from back as a preteen to uh, preparing him for uh, having a company and, and uh, being able to give sound advice and uh, handle people's investments. And he has a certain position that he expressed about uh, margin and other kinds of uh, peace of mind type investing that, that he expressed in the other episode later. 307 was Pete Calderon. I like Pete. I knew Pete from back when in his one of his previous gigs. So he's had a long and a great story in the hobby. I just was, I, I, maybe if I knew it, I forgot it, but I just didn't, you know, he got cards from his grandpa and that is so cool. I got stuff from my dad that was saved by my grandmother and grandfather, but you know, so his, his natural affinity for e-cards and candy cards, that was super cool. So I'm learning something when I'm listening as well. 308 was dueling questions 3.0 with Rich. I'm, I've created a monster here because Rich, Rich is already working on dueling questions 4.0. He's adding more questions, so i got to come up with some more questions for him. 309 was uh, the then and now that Rich and I did about Pacific trading cards. And Mike Kramer has had a, a, a very serious uh, health scare. And he's uh, my contemporary, no longer in the hobby, but the founder and owner of Pacific trading cards. Just an all-around amazing guy. Wishes to Mike, who had, I think very recently was in the hospital and getting treatments and I, I'm not I, I think it was a, a rare kind of cancer that was uh, not curable but treatable and so again thoughts and prayers to my buddy Mike Kramer 309 a and B were the outtakes on hobby hotline I enjoy being one of the uh, panelists on hobby hotline and when I when that's done I think there were a couple parts in there uh, little snippets that I did not that I've not dealt with and rather than me doing a whole new episode I thought that there's a five or seven minute or ten minute run where I'm talking or I'm interacting with one of the call-ins and uh, would be helpful as I'm putting together these uh, thousand plus or minus episodes that are my oral history and so rather than, and the interesting one was that the junk gem era that PSA tens and I'm not picking on PSA because there may be some junk gem 
BGS 9.5s. On some of these newer cards, it's pretty easy to get a gem mint uh, grade. And so it's taken for granted. And if there's a lot of them, then some of these, you know, it didn't used to be that you'd ever be expecting to find a gem mint card at a value that would be less than what it costs to grade it. But uh, if you get an oversupply, that can't happen. 310, best first baseman, not in the Hall of Fame. That was motivated by another listener question who said, hey, how come you, they want you to talk about Steve Garvey. And I thought, I, as a Hall of Famer, and I thought, let's, let me bat that around with Rich and see what he thinks about Steve Garvey and some of the other contemporaries and others that are not in the Hall of Fame. And uh, a distinction between not in the Hall of Fame and not in the Hall of Fame yet. So mainly dealing with uh, retired players, but as somebody they surprisingly get in the Hall of Fame, they can certainly be uh, a, a recipient of a bump in their card value. 311 was uh, Mike Chark, uh, very opinionated, he's Canadian veteran collector, and we go way back in terms of his interview with, with my old company. And so he had written in, and we just got in a roll, and he's he questions whether this is a hobby and what the real meaning of dealer is. So again, you'd have to listen to it to figure it out, but he was, it was, the time went by quickly. 312 dueling questions, Steve Grad. Again, he's, he has a radio background. So I really uh, felt like he was uh, interviewing me, but uh, had a lot of fun with Steve. 313 was uh, the, the first episode. I've, I've got something else teed up with Derek Grady, who just has uh, he's at Heritage. He's the, he has an amazing hobby pedigree. You'd have to listen to so his origin story. He's been serially with some of the, the biggest and best brands in the industry and very well respected for his uh, knowledge. And, uh, and like I said, he's the very key guy at, uh, at Heritage. Enjoyed talking to him. 314 was the second episode with Ryan Kruger on uh, just seeing that how a professional money manager looks at the hobby and a discretionary quote-unquote investing, which is another issue. 314A was the types of flippers. Again, the point I'm making is that not so, some type of flipper is actually good and increases the liquidity of the hobby. When If somebody's roaming a show and they see something that's undervalued that they think they could sell at another v- venue for more money, or back in the old days, they'd buy in one corner of the room and take it to the other corner of the room and sell it for more. It's amazing. But Again, you got to have an eye, but you can't, it, it's hard to be able to look, you have to know your stuff. Again, knowledgeable flippers uh, that are younger, that are getting into it, that are not using borrowed money for it. There's some good flippers out there. 314B was the feedback contest. Yeah, not a contest per se. I wanted to know, I just wanted to do a little bit of a call out that what, what do you want to see more of? What's not been covered yet? And then what are your favorite episodes? And and uh, that third question, again, I, the only way I'm going to know if your favorite is one of the other people's favorite is if I look and see of those episodes in the first year, which ones do the best in uh, the next, oh, in the month of October. And again, many of these people, I've gotten some great responses, and so you know, keep them coming. But what it will generate is some episodes that will either be with some other guests or the person that gave the feedback will be on. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, not not too late for you to tell me and and uh, promote your favorite episodes. 315, election concerns. I just, that's just, it's what's on the, I read the sports page, but I read the front page too. And very troubling what's going on in our country in many ways. What The 12 ranked election concerns from the Pew Research uh, Council voting matters. And it really can affect our industry. And so uh, I encourage you to vote. 316, it's the actual exact day and almost moment from 24 years before when I had a heart attack in the early on a Sunday morning. So the episode dropped on you know that exact day. And I brought in Claire 
Jeff, my sister and brother-in-law, who were there, who actually they're there at the time, and just to get their perspectives. And I, I guess I knew, I'd, I'd heard most of it, but just hearing it again, 24 years later, little, uh, little melancholy. Those were, those were different days. And again, the prayers of many in the hobby, I was miraculously revived. So uh, thank you uh, for those of you that are around. And um, hopefully I'll be around for a lot longer to do some more episodes unpacking this wonderful and uh, slightly complicated hobby. 317 was, again, I have out of a thousand episodes. If a couple of them deal with my mom or my dad, uh, forgive me, but I'm, uh, I got a great mom. And so I just had a back and forth with my sister, who was my first full time employee and, and one of the uh, presidents of the company. And so again, well respecting the industry and had a lot of contact with a lot of dealers. But a lot of what my sister got and I got was from my mom and all I got was from my mom and my dad. So I'll do something for my dad. But it was my mom's 95th birthday. I had lunch with her and my dad too. 318 finally was the uh, Bob Gibson tribute. Again, we've lost K-Line, Seaver, Brock, Gibson, now Whitey Ford. I, I have a close friend that's from St. Louis and he just literally was in mourning because Gibson was such a hero and such a an iconic uh, St. Louis Cardinal. And he was from St. Louis. So thanks, everybody. Enjoy thinking back over the episodes. If you missed some, you can check them out. And I'm onward and upward for uh, the next 20 and, uh, and on my way to uh, a thousand or more. We'll see. So thanks, everybody. Have a great uh, day. And I will uh, be back again tomorrow. The man in the house.